In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to maintain harmony and peace in your relationship if one of you might be struggling with a mental illness. This is something that I struggle with and we kind of want to share some perspective of this experience because we, we, we're actually living this out right now. Let's go. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day? so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives. Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 123 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi. And Sarah. And today we're going to be talking about how do you maintain peace in a relationship if you're struggling with a mental illness. And this is something that was inspired by us through one of our listeners. And uh, he kind of shared th- this with us, that he's in a relationship where um, his partner is struggling with a mental illness. And he's trying, he's trying to figure out, like, how do I make sure I'm not, like, how do I better understand my partner and make sure I'm more supportive in this whole journey? And we wanted to share a little bit about our story because we're struggling like this is some this has been a struggle of mine since and just a disclaimer before we get into everything we are not mental health specialists definitely we are not doctors not. <laughs> we are not clinicians we're nothing like that we are relationship coaches with experience yes and that is all we're gonna have to say like (laughs) take if you you could take our advice with a grain of salt but don't think of this as medical advice or saying oh raffi and sarah told me to do this so i'm gonna do that and then something bad happens like oh i'm gonna yeah we're just putting this out there this is disclaimer we are not professionals when it comes to mental health we're just sharing our own personal testimony and how we live with this in our marriage yep so uh, for me, I'm the one that struggles with a mental illness. I struggle with anxiety. I've been struggling with this for I don't probably longer than than I when I was actually diagnosed with it. Yeah, because in the military, a lot of it was kind of go 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 go, and I didn't know what exactly what I was feeling. I guess. To the point where it did get really bad, where I'm now physiologically, I could feel things in my body that that trigger that gets triggered when I'm anxious, and it could get to the point where I could be doing nothing. I could be sitting down watching a movie with Sarah, and literally just snap into getting really anxious, and I start caving in. I start I start to have shallow breath. I start to have a lot of like negative thoughts and worries. Just like literally there's nothing happening. It just it just happens. Like I think like I true like I've been diagnosed with it like for about a year and a half, 2 years or something. Um but yeah. 
this has been a this has been a constant struggle of mine and still a big struggle since I've just transitioned out of the military. And it's hard. It's really frustrating because especially when we had our daughter and every time I would hear my daughter cry, I would get like super anxious to the point where I can't even function. Like I can't even I can't even change her diaper. Like I'm so frustrated or I'm like afraid. I, I just can't do anything. Can you share your perspective? Yeah. So like when you told me that you were diagnosed with anxiety, I it wasn't it didn't freak me out or anything. It was just like, oh, okay. Because I knew I was gonna help you get through whatever challenges you were gonna have and that it wasn't gonna keep me from loving you. If anything, it calls me to step up and love you more to love you in a different way that but, your mental illness was needing me to okay but has there been any challenges dealing with me what has been your biggest challenges mm, nothing that comes to the tip top of my mind except like when you're mentioning you shut down and i can just tell you're not yourself mm -hmm. then it's just trying to break you out of it and then you're kind of being stubborn because you don't, you're in it. So you don't want to break from it. But me gently persisting to help you get back to quote unquote normal, I guess. Or like a better emotional state. Is yeah. That what trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> here is normal. We're not trying to say people with mental illnesses is, is not normal. That's not what she's trying to convey. Oh, no. No, not at all. But I'm not normal. But yeah, like <laughs> like how I feel is, is completely, it's different. It's like night and day. When my anxiety turns on, it's kind of scary sometimes where like I'm stuck at something. I'm stuck at doing something or I just can't even, I can't even do anything. I, ca I feel like I'm kind of frozen. But um. <sighs> I think like Sarah has been really awesome. All I can say is like she's been really supportive in my whole journey because this is going to be a, a constant battle. I already know this is going to take quite a long time because I've been doing this to myself for the past seven years, just kind of pushing myself, working off of fumes. And now it's just been a few months since I've separated. So it's going to take a while for me to just get back to that healthy mental levels i guess i don't know what, what that <laughs> means but um she's been really supportive in this whole journey because whenever i would whenever i would get into like these states like she wouldn't criticize me for doing like for going through whatever i was going through like oh like that's an excuse or you're not anxious. That's just like, that's an excuse or offer it up. Like she hasn't oh, said anything. I can't imagine saying those things to you. People probably say stuff like that because people don't understand what a mental health, like mm. they don't really believe. Some people, some Catholics don't even believe in like mental illness. Like, oh, you know, just pray about it. Like you'll be fine. Like they're just very, no empathy. Like you have a, a mental illness. Like that's not really a thing. Just offer it up. Like that's, there's so much and I, like that's why I was so passionate about wanting to pursue therapy to break that negative stigma mm -hmm. around mental health illness because I'm going through it like before I didn't th I didn't really think of it as anything 
Like I knew it was a thing, but then when I started experiencing it in my life, I'm like, this sucks. Like this is real too. This is not something that you could just pray about and like, okay, I'm sure you, you can. Like God does stuff like that. Like he'll heal you like that. But there's also other ways like therapy and other things that you could really help in this whole journey, mm. you know? Yeah. Not- just a sneak peek to like tomorrow's episode. I'm talking about if people are praying or wishing and it's like you can pray for your mental illness to go away or to get better, but you have to meet God halfway. And that's what you're doing by like seeking therapy and finding ways to come bring yourself down to better emotional levels. Yeah. I mean, that's like anything in life, anything, not even just therapy, like with mental health. We're talking about anything in life. You don't just wait for God. You don't say, oh, Lord, I hope my my relationship becomes better. Yeah. And then you don't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I talk about tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you've got to invest. You've got to develop skills. You've got, like, that's what our whole podcast is about. It's not about just, oh, you pray. We'll have Sarah talk about that. <laughs> but going back to our topic, she's been an amazing supporting role in this whole struggle of mine and i really appreciate you for doing that i think it's because from the beginning i wasn't taking it personally like when you're sharing you have anxiety and this is what you're experiencing i was just listening to you and trying to understand you and trying to see where i fit in so that i could help you because if i were to take it personally That'd be, I don't know, to me at least messed up. <laughs> like whenever I would break, like blow up on you? Yeah, because I recognize that I'm not the one suffering here. It's your suffering and mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out how to handle this. To handle what is happening to you. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I'm just patient with you. She's extremely patient. <laughs> and I'm so grateful because... Yeah, like how she reacts to whenever I act out when my anxiety just like is like on a whole nother level and I'm just like a completely different person. She's just always there for me. She's not like demeaning me. She's not saying, oh, those are excuses. And she's been very, very patient. She even like helps me when I when I tell her like, hey, I can't even change our daughter's diaper right now. Mm -hmm. Like, can you just step in? And she's like, yeah, I'll step in. Yeah. And I think that's how we're called. I mean, ultimately, in marriage, we're called to carry each other's crosses. This is the life that we're called as Christians. If you really love somebody and they're experiencing a burden in their life, i.e. mental health illness, mental illness, then you will love them through that struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, you will carry that burden. You'll carry that cross with them. Right. But that doesn't mean that I let you demean me. Yeah. <laughs> like if you, if your anxiety had you say something not so nice to me, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care for your tone right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be like jumping on you and attacking you like, why are you talking to me like that? I'm just going to notify you. <laughs> hey, I don't like your tone or something. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about it later when things have settled okay well share what would you do in in a relation like what is some advice that you would give to a listener 
in your position, you're not struggling, struggling with any mental illness and you're with somebody like, how do you play your role? Mm, it starts with listening. I have to really listen to you to try and understand what you're experiencing and just taking it slowly, not trying to jump to conclusions on how I can solve, mm. solve you mm -hmm. because that's not for me to solve. Yeah. That's not for me to figure out or fix. This is your personal suffering, burden, journey that I can only offer my help with. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And prayers for yes. sure. Prayers um, are helpful. Yes. Extremely helpful. <laughs> um, and then for, for the partner, if you're struggling with a, mental i think one thing that i would also add on that is maybe to even look like learn about their illness mm -hmm. learn about that like if you could go to therapy like maybe even a therapy session with somebody as a couple wow and learn more about your partner and what they're struggling with and have a better understanding again this is just like in your position, you just have to really understand your partner and learn about what they're going through by reading the books, by finding the mentor, the therapist that can help break down what she, what he or she is feeling mm -hmm. and how you can better support them in that role as a role. Yeah. And even though I wasn't able to go with you to your therapy sessions, you would tell me about your session. Mm -hmm. And I found those extremely helpful because then I could kind of puzzle piece what I see in our relationship and what I experience in our relationship and to hear what you are learning as well, like any triggers, then those are things I can also be proactive and help with. Mm. Yeah, it's you've been doing an awesome job. Well, and, I thank you for being open and vulnerable about your sessions with me. Yeah, for sure. Because I can't do this alone. Faux show. That's why I married you. Faux show. Faux show. Um, and for those who are struggling with a mental illness, I think one of the things that that can really help, I know for me, it was just talking to my partner about it, not being afraid to be vulnerable with them and to let them know that, hey, I need support. Like, I need help. Right. Like I need, I need your help during, especially during the times where it's like really bad mm. and, um, not being afraid to, to ask Sarah. Like I've never been afraid to ask Sarah for support, especially when it's getting really bad. Mm. And especially like trying, try to communicate it right away to your partner. Cause sometimes Rafi will say like, Oh, this entire day I felt my anxiety just like going off the walls. And when he, on those days, I feel kind of bad because I wish I knew earlier so that I could have like helped him. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it seems like nothing's wrong. And it's just all in his head for that time. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes he's really good where he's in the moment. He's having that anxiety and he lets me know. And then I can help cool him down. Mm -hmm. So communicating as soon as possible is best. Communication is key is oxygen it's everything you guys in the relationship and how you guys communicate around this topic it's a vulnerable topic it's a struggle it's a burden so you just gotta make sure you're you're creating that safe environment 
for you both to be vulnerable and to just understand each other, um, understand each other's different positions. Um, but yeah, and definitely like being open to educating your partner. If you're struggling with this, like help them understand, like, this is what I'm struggling with. Um, point them to resources so they could get to learn more about the illness that you're struggling with. Share with them your, your triggers, find so many different ways to, instead of like getting into conflict by saying like, you don't understand me. Yeah. You want to, yeah, you don't want to do that. (laughs) Don't attack your partner. Cause right now it's just like they don't understand what's, it's hard. It's hard to know what you're feeling when they're not experiencing it themselves. Mm-hmm. So again, it goes both ends. But I hope this helped for all of you guys who who are in this type of relationship, who are struggling with a mental illness. Uh, just know, like, ultimately, God will heal us, and that's why we keep prayer in the forefront of our lives. And what we're saying is not, oh, when we're like earlier on in the episode saying oh pray like you can't just like pray your your mental illness away the thing is like you could find other ways to to help in this whole journey but ultimately god is the healer and we know that we know it's through his grace that he's going to heal us from these illnesses but you can always find other ways to to work at this and communicate about this topic in a more healthy manner so I'm praying for you all of a all of a me and Sarah we're praying for you guys who are struggling in this in their in your relationship and we pray that you may find peace uh in your relationship and really find healing. Um but yeah. Praying for all you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, Go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.